0: Welcome to Sensitive Soul Talks, inspiration for your life, business, and spirit. Your hosts are Sheila and Yasmin Kadir, a mother and daughter team who, having experienced trauma, have joined forces to help other women to rise and grow. Sheila is the founder of SheilaKadir.com and a business intuitive offering business strategy. Yasmin is the founder of Cloud9Minds which is dedicated to help women who have gone through trauma to heal and start living an anxiety-free life. This podcast is for sensitive souls. As a sensitive soul, you may be empathic and feel things deeply. You often put other people before yourself. Or you may be what is known as a highly sensitive person. This really is your superpower. If that sounds like you, you are in the right place welcome beautiful sensitive soul sign up at www.sheelakadir.com for your client attraction activation or at www.cloud9minds.com for your perfect night sleep meditation Hello and welcome to this week's podcast and this week myself and Yasmin are talking about anxiety. Now anxiety is something that affects so many people and Yasmin has been suffering from anxiety for quite a long time now. So what is anxiety? Well anxiety is a feeling of unease um, such as worry or fear and it can be mild or it can even be very very severe. So anxiety can make a person imagine that things in their life are actually worse than they really are. So they kind of make a a mountain out of a molehill. And that's one of the expressions that people say quite a lot to people with anxiety. Um, So tell us a little bit more, Yasmin, about anxiety. Um, Okay, so some people
1: can have either an identifiable cause for anxiety. So, for example, if they've had a traumatic event or a stressor in their life, um, or some people don't even have that identifiable cause, and it just causes them some distress. So it's important to know that anxiety is a normal kind of part of life and exists due to a set of bodily functions that existed in us from kind of when we were living in caves and such, and that was the flight or fight response. Um, yeah
0: so the anxiety is kind of the flight response yeah. that we have yeah so I guess if if we take it back to cavemen times mm-hmm. you know we see a saber-toothed tiger coming after us we're going to go into that stress response because we're going to have to run yeah um, and then we could become anxious every time we heard a noise that was like a saber-toothed yeah, that tiger stalking that us yeah experience yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's kind of been built into us, isn't it? Yeah.
1: So it's kind of a normal part of who we are as humans in a way. Um, Hmm. But obviously some people, you know, have more heightened responses to that. And some people don't really feel anxiety in the same way as others do. It can be different for everyone
0: yeah yeah absolutely um so let's just have a look at some of the common symptoms the physical symptoms of yeah, anxiety so
1: physical yeah. psychological and behavioral symptoms when you start to feel anxious or stressed mm-hmm. so some of the most common physical symptoms of anxiety so increased heart rate um hypervent- hyperventilation yeah <laughs> dizziness um difficulty yeah. in breathing feeling sick Tension headaches, um, increased perspiration. I have that. Dry mouth, shaking. Um, So there is quite a few physical symptoms. Um, Do you want to talk about the psychological symptoms?
0: So yeah, so the the thoughts you you would have kind of um, altered perceptions. Mm -hmm. Um, So you might kind of think that you're losing control or that you're going mad. You think that you might die you know when you're hyperventilating you think oh my god i can't breathe i'm gonna die um you might think that you're gonna have a heart attack or throw up
1: yeah so these these can be in response to the certain situation i just want to point that out so for example if you do this certain situation you fear that you might die in that situation or you fear that Mm. people are looking at you and you know judging you that these can kind of be associated
0: with that as well. Mm. And you might feel that um, you want to run away from that mm. situation flight as well. Response. Which is the flight response, yeah. Or you could also feel quite detached, mm-hmm. and that's when people are looking quite vacant, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, one of the most common behavioural symptoms um, – that we do when we're anxious is actually avoidance yeah so avoid the situation altogether yeah Mm -hmm. so how long have you suffered from anxiety now
1: um
0: quite a few years I mean
1: I think my first kind of real experience that I can remember is when it was like the first day of college and you were driving me to college and I threw up everywhere in the car.
0: Oh yes, I remember yeah. that. I couldn't couldn't get the sick out of the car, yeah. could I? Um,
1: yeah, I think that was one of my like for, that's like one of my first memories that I have of like actually really having quite bad anxiety because I didn't like I didn't feel um, kind of as you know the an illness that would make me feel sick, but I had mm. like the symptoms where I felt like I was going to be sick and I felt not very well and I yeah threw up so I went home so I avoided the situation Um, I think also yeah I had a lot of kind of experiences that kind of stood out to me in college for example um, sometimes I would like hyperventilate quite a lot um, in certain situations and then I would like not go to my class so I'd again mm-hmm. avoid it or I'd come home because I just didn't want to go. Um, so I think, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've probably had it for way longer than when I was at college. But I mean, I kind of just associated it with being shy. Mm-hmm. But I think it was kind of way more than that at that time. Um, but yeah, it. I think when I was officially kind of diagnosed that I had anxiety was when I was actually in university. Um, And that's kind of when it kind of just ricocheted into an
0: absolute crap show. So tell us about university then. So what what was kind of going on there um, that kind of increased the anxiety, do you think?
1: Um, Okay, so um, as we kind of said that a stressor could have been you know a significant life event I think that was kind of quite a significant life event because I moved to um a different town and I was kind yeah. of on my own and um yeah I think that was the stress that, that made my anxiety get really bad so I was not going to lectures um I wasn't eating <laughs> um I wasn't right. I wasn't looking after myself and I just could not take myself to go to lectures and it was really bad, and that's when I dropped out of my first year, and that's when I actually got diagnosed with anxiety as well as depression, so sometimes those two kind of can come hand in hand
0: um, yeah. yeah and and did they put you on medication for that?
1: yeah, so I was put on um medication kind of straight away, but it kind of i I went back to university a year later um, and obviously yeah. I had that memory of what I had felt in that particular place. So it caused a lot more anxiety and I didn't want to go. And it made it really difficult for me to actually get myself to lectures and get myself, you know, to university. Because I was living at home but driving to university at this point because obviously living there would have tipped me over the edge, I think. Um, But yeah, then because... I didn't want to go, and because my anxiety was kind of making me, um, you know, avoid the situation, I then kind of put the anxiety onto actually driving, so the drive yeah. to university, so yeah,
0: it kind of snowballed, kind of, at university, so it, it just tr- yeah. It just transferred, and then you were going in by train, weren't you? And you were having real issues getting on a train, yeah.
1: So, um, I had one experience where I was going to university on the train, um, and I actually had a really bad kind of anxiety, kind of panic attack where I actually blacked out, (laughs) um, and I had to come home quite dangerous. So, um, yeah, then that kind of attributed to my fears of then getting on the train to go to university so it kind of yeah it all kind of adds up when you know things happen and it just causes more avoidance really
0: yeah so so when people are saying you know oh well, it's just a bit of anxiety it's not just a bit of anxiety it can affect every area of your life can't yeah it? I mean people do get it in different ways some people do get you know a little bit of
1: anxiety you know I think one thing that i've found that a lot of people get um like when i talk to my friends is like a little bit of anxiety because you know as i said it is a normal part of human behavior it's normal is um yeah you know before you go on a night out (laughs) um you get that anxiety a bit of anxiety like oh what's gonna happen like everyone gets that but i think for me it was kind of it's more than just that which is kind of difficult to explain like it's more than that like i a lot of the times i literally could not leave the house because mm. i was so i don't I I wouldn't say i was yeah i was scared but i don't i wasn't scared of anything in particular happening i just wanted to avoid the situation altogether because mm. i it caused me too much stress and caused my i guess body to completely
0: shut down in a way yeah and then you finished university, so you, you managed to get to get through university yeah. and then and then you went into the work situation. Yeah. So how tell me about, about okay. that. About um I think
1: that. before we get into the work
0: situation, I actually had
1: some um sessions of CBT, Cogn- cognitive yeah. behavioural <laughs> therapy. <laughs> Behavioral therapy, um, yeah. And I will say that actually it did help quite a lot. Um, at the time, it kind of didn't because I was like, what the hell is, like, I'm having to do these situations I want to avoid. Um, but it helps you kind of lay out what the situation is and the fear and what could actually happen. What's the worst that could happen and what's the best situation that could happen. Um, so that's kind of one aspect of what I, what the therapy that I had while I was at university. Yeah. And that helped me to then kind of, it helps you kind of, in a way, reprogram your brain to do the the situations that make you uncomfortable but it can only kind of focus on one particular thing so for me that was the driving to university and going into lecture like physically going into lectures so it cannot fix the entire problem it's kind of one particular thing so yeah Mm -hmm. and then I went on to a full-time job um, which was fine at first (laughs) Um, and then Mm -hmm. gradually I think as things started to go I don't think started to change in the workplace which again I think you would attribute to a stressor of someone with anxiety because things are changing so it's a stressor um and yeah it kind of then completely ricocheted and my anxiety as well as depression just completely got out of control so again it was the avoidance of wanting to go to work um yeah that was the massive thing that was that was my avoidance is that I did not want to physically go to work because the thought of it I'd wake up in the morning and I'd have the physical symptoms you know feeling sick um shaking um headaches hot flushes dizziness difficulty breathing I'd have all of those sort of things and I completely just couldn't even get into work a lot of the time which obviously doesn't really work when you're you have a full-time job and you need
0: to make money yeah absolutely and has it does it affect your everyday life um you know other situations apart from work and apart from university has it kind of had an impact on friendships things like Um, that um
1: yeah so i don't know so for example some things people can you know take for granted like going to the shops so you know just popping down to the shops to get something um that is something that I really find difficult. Um, so I I can't go down to the shops um, on my own um, because I have a lot of kind of fears around that sort of area. So, yeah, it affects me in that way. And then kind of friendships with kind of meeting up with friends. I get really, really anxious before and sometimes I have, you know, cancelled which isn't great mm. um so yeah it does kind of affect you in an everyday sense so especially like in this lockdown I think the fact that I can't go out a lot may be kind of a bad thing because it might make me feel more comfortable actually being in the situation where I am just at home um yeah but yeah it does affect you in everyday in an everyday sense you know you um you get you kind of I don't know, when you think back at things that have made you anxious, sometimes you're like, that seems really silly, but at the time it's not. So, yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah, it does affect me. And what sort of things have you done to help you? So what helps you, you know, when you feel anxious, what what helps? So
1: I kind of take what I learned from um, CBT in a lot of instances when I have to go somewhere. So I use that for, like, the the layout of what that was for specific situations. And as well, I think, for me, personally, talking therapy has really helped. Actually speaking, mm-hmm. talking to someone about your fears and them saying, you're not crazy. Like, this, you know, that's, your feelings are valid. I think talking yeah. therapy has actually, was a major, major help in helping my anxiety. But, I, you know, I still have it. Um things Still make me anxious because again, it is a part of normal human behavior. But I kind of, in a way, I know how to control it more now. We're using the techniques that I have learned. Um, and sometimes I think, even though it seems like the scariest thing, you kind of sometimes you just have to push yourself and like actually do it and be like, Right, I've done mm. that, and what was the worst thing that happened? there was nothing bad happened in that situation and then i think as you keep doing the things it kind of helps you realize okay this bad thing isn't going to happen because it didn't happen last time it hasn't happened this time so maybe i can do it um but yeah i think you know it does affect people i mean do you ever have anxious feelings like you know because it is a, a normal thing i feel
0: yeah, I will get anxious be, before, you know, d- doing major things, you know, like if I was going to do a presentation yeah. or speak to a large group. Yeah, 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 of course I will I will get anxious. Um but I I don't think I I've actually suffered from anxiety. Well, actually no, tell a lie, I have. I have done um uh quite a long time ago. So when you were when you were younger and I was in that very difficult relationship mm-hmm. with your dad. I did have quite quite bad anxiety then because of the the things that had happened within yeah. that relationship. And I think that's where it stemmed from from for both of us because you also witnessed yeah, quite a lot so of stuff as a have, child. I so I feel
1: heightened anxiety around males because of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um and um yeah, I I think that was probably the thing, the major stressor in life, so the major identifiable cause of my mental health issues was that. But a lot of the time they don't really show themselves until adulthood. Um, And there is a lot of different types of anxiety conditions that we kind of haven't kind of um, talked about. So like agoraphobia, like... Obsessive-compulsive disorder is an anxiety disorder. PTSD is an anxiety disorder. Um, seasonal affective disorder, so sad.
0: Yeah, sad when you don't like the, um, mm-hmm. the winter. Also, there's yeah.
1: one where it's compulsive skin picking. That is an anxiety disorder. Um, yeah. Irritable, irritable bowel syndrome is also an, an anxiety condition. Yeah. yeah, because that's Bodies, stress, isn't it? Like yeah, the, the all of these things are part of you know, anxiety conditions. Um, so yeah, it is more than just kind of feeling nervous about you know going out. You know, there's other things like also body dysmorphic disorder is an anxiety condition. So, yeah.
0: Hmm. So it's it's quite um quite a topic yeah. really isn't it and we could probably talk about yeah. it for a long time and what what would you suggest someone if someone um is suffering from anxiety what would you say the first port of call is for them what what would you suggest for them to do um
1: i think talking to somebody about it because yeah when you're alone with your thoughts it can be very damaging and you it may, you make yourself feel like you are a, a bad you know crazy which is a word I don't really like to use but it makes you feel like you are crazy and you've, you're you like am I are these feelings valid but they are when you speak to someone about it speak to someone I think I'd say I mean I wouldn't say like yeah maybe a doctor because they can then refer you to you know someone who you can speak to about it so I went to a counsellor um yeah. who really helped me Um, you know it doesn't work for everyone everyone's different but I think speaking to someone even if it's someone you're close with and someone you can definitely talk to about those things um, yeah speaking to someone is a massive help because they can realize your feelings are valid and
0: yeah yeah and are there any other things that can help like meditation do you find that meditation helps to um to calm yeah. my
1: anxiety. Um so I do kind of specific meditations. I do I like to do a guided meditation um if I am feeling anxious about a situation so sometimes before an event or before I go out um I will meditate at some point in that day just to kind of yeah. really center myself and help my feelings because you know sometimes I just need that moment of silence. <laughs> in your brain because mm, otherwise yeah. you know you could go off on loads of like the worst things that could happen blah 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 so meditation yeah definitely um is yeah meditation is a major major part of how I like to kind of manage
0: my anxious feelings excellent excellent so thank you so much for that Yasmin um and if anyone wants to reach out to to you or to me to talk about um anxiety then please do and you know we can um d- direct you in the right um mm-hmm. the right direction thank you so much for listening to this sensitive soul talks podcast don't forget to sign up at www.sheelakadir.com for your client attraction activation or at www cloud9minds.com for your perfect night's sleep meditation.